Is it too much to ask you to grant us human dignity? Should we be put down and shot to death for this request? If so, you can aim your guns. What the hell do you think we care about dying if you're going to deny us the right to live? Lamar state his views on police brutality with that line in the song, quote, and we hate the popo, want to kill us in the street, for sure. Ah, oh, please. Ugh, oh, I don't like it. Damn, it this shit exclusive. We are back. 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 Tune is live in the building. It is your girl, Sierra Danielle. It's your boy, Famous Phillips, in the Target with it. But I'm in the You know what I'm saying? Calvin is on location right now. So if everybody's wondering if they see video or they hit audio, just know Cat's got moves to make. That's all. You know what I'm saying? He's on location. I do want to say. Uh, a lot of things we'll get to in the show, as I as I know we always will, but we all do have to start off with a little bit of a somber note and a rest of peace to DMX. Uh, I don't, you know, by the time you guys hear this, we are going to be uh, a week removed, a little bit over from his passing. So I know you guys have been completely enamored with a bunch of DMX content. So, you know, we won't knock you guys over the head too much, but um, I know Push to Start wants to send some condolences. And um, any words on the DMX case, y'all? I'm just really glad that he got his flowers before he died. And I'm really glad that he was recognized for the impact that he had on hip hop and the impact that he had just in some of the most classic movies that we love. You know what I mean? Like, I really wanted to watch Belly <laughs> just to see him in that movie. I really wanted, it's just, I'm glad that he lived a really good life. Like he looking at the videos of people that met him or had encounters with him and he really lived a full life and everybody has positive things to say about him. And I was glad, I was really glad to see that. And it really warmed my heart that he, you know, I wish he could have lived longer. And I, I really, it really sucks that addiction is such a thief and we've lost a lot of good people celebrities non-celebrities like we've lost good people to addiction that were such bright minds and for it was very disheartening for me to lose him to something that wasn't even his fault you know what i mean like somebody put that on him and he spent his most of his life struggling to get away from it and ultimately it was the thing that took his life and so I'm just glad that he got his flowers while he could still smell them because he was an amazing artist, an amazing person. And yeah. Yeah. Well said. Uh, famous. Any any uh, words on uh, about the late, great legend DMX? Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, everything that Sierra said, I definitely agree with. Um, but also just in general, what DMX meant to hip hop and rap and the culture um, I remember first hearing his uh, his deep ass, raspy ass voice, and I was like, "Yo, this nigga is different. He's he just was a different sound than than anybody had heard at the time." And I think the things he did in his lifetime were great. They were beautiful. Um, like Sierra said, I hate that it was cut short, um, but I think he he definitely got his flowers while he was here. And um, I'm appreciative for everything he did do to impact um, the culture. And so. You know, DMX, long live DMX, but uh, rest in heaven uh, yeah. to, the, to the guy. Yeah, beautiful soul, man. Definitely anointed. Uh, you guys have, anybody listening to this pod and the scroll through your timeline have seen the countless amount of videos of just X touching everyday people. And like, you know, the, the video of the woman seeing them getting out of the car and just being super excited and all the videos of him praying. And y'all, we started off our last pod not knowing what was going on with the prayer by DMX. So, you know, like everybody said, we just want to reiterate that and, you know, rest in peace uh, to DMX. I, it is another heavy situation that we do have to discuss briefly uh, in yes. the state of the world. Um, I, I, there's, there's a couple, uh, I, you know, it's hard to have these discussions over and over again, but, you know, we got to. Um, 
we have another situation where an unarmed black man was killed and uh, a little bit outside of Minneapolis, close to where uh, George Floyd was uh, murdered and the young man, Dante Wright. Yeah, young man, Dante Wright. So uh, if you guys aren't aware of the situation, does anybody want to put them on speed? Yeah, you kind of want to give them a kind of synopsis of what we're talking about. So he had an air freshener in his rear view mirror, if I'm, if I'm mistaking, if I'm not mistaken. He was pulled over and it's just, just even recanting it, it's just, it yeah, it was, me, it was, it was, it was, it was a woman who was on the force for 26 years. Yeah. And she claims that she mis- mistook her, her, um, she thought she pulled out her taser and yeah. shot him. Yeah. But you held the gun in your hand for a very long time before you pulled the trigger. And both of those things have safeties on them, which means you have to remove them. And so I'm pretty sure while removing them, you realize that this was a gun. Like, come on, you're on the force for 20, almost two decades, and you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun. If a doctor injected me with the wrong medicine and killed me, they would lose their medical license and they would lose their job. Yeah. So it's it's very frustrating, but... Basically, he ended up. She ended up shooting him and killing him. He was 20 years old, and yeah. his teacher was actually the girlfriend of Eric Garner. Yeah, uh, famous man. How how you feeling, man? Um, it's sad, um, yeah. but also angry at the same time. You know, yeah. I feel like we've been fighting this fight for however long we've been alive, right? And now, mm-hmm. you know, in the last year or two, um very very large companies and corporations have had to speak out about the senseless violence that we're having with police brutality in regards to uh our black people and um more and more i just keep thinking like yo how i feel like at this point in our lives we're getting so numb to the fact that it's happening that Mm -hmm. when it happens again it's like yo what the fuck am i supposed to feel it should i be angry right now should I be sad? Should I be grieving? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think about it like this. This nigga was 20 years old. Yeah. Bro, I'm I'm 28 years old. This nigga has so much more life to live. And mm-hmm. so easily can a black man's life be taken away um, because someone else is afraid. Um, someone who's had more years in service than this man had years in life um, who didn't know the difference between or claims she did not understand or know the difference between her gun and her taser. And, um, yeah. you know, watching the video again, it, it's so crazy because all of this shit is getting caught on video and niggas still act like they don't understand. But, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that she had her gun out for the amount of time she did gave her enough time to recognize, okay, let me make sure I have the right weapon of choice, I, I'm going to say, right? to make the right call, make the right decision. And they they constantly get it wrong. And I and I feel like I'm tired of having to keep talking about this shit. Like, yo, why do we have to keep telling other individuals how to treat black people? Why do we have to and keep like, telling people not- worthy. Yeah, <clears throat> like, why do we keep having to tell people don't be shooting up fucking schools and like place, you know, mass shootings and shit. It's just crazy to me. I, I I just think it's fucking wild, and I'm a little sad, but I'm also angry. I'm angry for the families. I'm angry that as black doesn't people, he have a child? Did he have a child? He did yeah, a two year old. A two year like, old. I'm angry that we have to keep going through this shit every day. And I don't know if y'all saw the statistic, but bro, there's been 260 some odd police killings in this in, year alone. We've only been what, here for like three and a half four months. months. Three and a half months, man. Three and a half months. Let that sink for the listeners. Just kind of let that sink in for a second. Yeah, it's it's just to me. I feel like that's a cop out. And the reason why it angers me so much is because you really think we're that dumb to believe that you've been in the force for twenty years and you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun. Yeah, and and you know that it it angers me because it angers me because one of two things: one, you really think that we're stupid, or two, you know that you'll get off when you say some stupid stuff like that. It's it's infuriating. Like, yeah, you know, you know, I I think I echo all the sentiments that you guys have just said, and the, uh, there's a couple things in me that I want to address, and that's one. 
like Calvin said, and like you said, Sierra, it's getting to a point now where we're getting angry about it as opposed to having the grief and the shock and the things like that. Because as Calvin stated, we have been dealing with this since we've been alive, but this has gone on much longer than we've been alive. So just imagine how sick and tired it is of a situation for somebody like our parents to have to deal with. And it's just, we're sick and tired of it. So now to Calvin's point is like, well, what do we do? How do we feel? What should we, uh, what are the next serviceable actions for us to do? One of those is from a lawmaking standpoint and have the um, one, the George Floyd Policing Act passed and also exempt qualified immunity for these police officers. And essentially what qualified immunity is, is that means that if they do something as egregious as this, as killing an unarmed black man, not only can they just quote like they could resign and move on to another department, they could still keep their pension. They can still keep their income and everything coming in. But no, like the loss of life that that debt needs to come from the hands of the officer who made the egregious action. So they just can't be out here sitting good and thinking like, oh, man, I made a mistake because like Sierra said, you it, it, it's too big of a mistake to make. And I'll put it to you this way. My barber tank. Shout out to Tank. I see him in the morning. Has more training than a police officer is required to do in the United States to cut hair, bro. Peep that. Like, bro has more training at his craft of cutting hair than a police officer has to do to actually be on the force. If 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 uh if Tank fucks up my hair tomorrow, yeah, I'm gonna be, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna be hot. But guess what? I get to move on and see the next day. I still get to I still get to move and, and, and do what I was supposed to be doing this weekend. You see what I'm saying? Whereas Deontay, excuse, I don't know if I'm saying this. Uh, is it Dante? I don't uh Dante. I think it's Dante. Yeah. Dante. Yeah. Where, where Dante doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So uh, rest in peace to him. There's another situation, uh, too, with the uh, with with the uh, military guy who got pepper sprayed in his car back in December. Did you guys see the video of that? I saw it. Yeah. One of the officers yeah. has been fired, but that just goes to show that he only got fired because the video got viral. Yeah, this yeah. happened four months ago almost. Yeah. Well, you also so, heard that the um, the gentleman uh, who got shot eight times in the back, seven times in the back, Jacob yeah. Blake, the who shot him, Jacob Blake, and paralyzed him. Yeah, the the officer who shot him is back on the force and like back yeah. at work. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you, you know, I think one of the things that we try to do on Push to Start is obviously lend a voice to kind of our perspective, what we do on some topics that are just bullshit, some topics that have a little bit weight to them. Obviously, this topic has much weight. And, you know, maybe we need to sit together as a collective and maybe just dish out some ideas that we can actually do to really affect something because, you know, We've been doing this now, getting ready to go on however many years, and we just keep talking about it. And the conversation is just, I mean, it's exhausting. Uh, it's an exhausting topic. So uh, again, uh, Push the Star family, I hate to come in so heavy on a, on, on a Friday on you, but you know, it's just, it's too important not to discuss. And we had those things to address. But other than that, um, I didn't get a chance to ask you guys, how was your past weekend? Did you guys do anything fun? Anything exciting happened this past weekend? I moved into my apartment. <laughs> mm. Let's throw up some hand claps for that. Let's throw up some yeah, hand claps for that. I moved into my apartment and I have been sleeping so well. Last night I didn't really sleep good, but the quietness and just yeah. kind of calm to a quiet apartment. Now, mind you, just for viewers to understand the the change. I lived with my mom for, I think I moved in with my mom in September of 2019, right? So for the past few, and it was me, my mom and my younger sister, I have a seven year old sister. Um, just like maybe in December, my brother and his fiance and their three children lived, moved in with us. So a house full of kids, screaming, playing, after working all day, that's why I don't have kids. That's why yeah. BC is on my side. Okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. Other people's kids, other people's kids are the best birth control you can ever have, man. I'm telling yep. you. Yep. And people always ask, why don't you have kids? I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready. I can't. I love my yeah. alone time too much. I love my peace, my quiet, but just, you know, I've gotten my living room set. It's coming. 
I got it from Ashley Furniture, so I'm very excited. I have Bluetooth speakers in my ceiling, bro. Every time I turn on my kitchen light and my, I'm in there, my phone starts playing playing music through the ceiling. It's just a vibe, and I love it. And I get to decorate and all that kind of stuff. And it, I have so much space. Like this apartment is, it's just the perfect amount of space for me. And so, it's really good. It's it's very peace and quiet, and I love the fact that I'm in my my space. It just that's fire. Great. That's fire. Um, well, I can't wait till we uh, get a chance to come down there and we get a we, we get a nice toast to uh, break break it in and all that. So, uh, famous, how was your past weekend, man? Did you do anything fun? Anything exciting? If he is My still, uh, oh, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, this past weekend, with, oh, <laughs> got up with your boy too for his uh, birthday. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that. Well, I, it wasn't his <laughs> it, that day wasn't his birthday, but I definitely died that day. But I'm alive. Yeah. You alive? You alive? Uh, we'll talk a little bit more in detail about this upcoming weekend at the end. But I will ask you: Are you ready for this upcoming weekend? Of course, I just gotta. Yeah. Now I gotta do my target drive tomorrow. <laughs> Bet. Uh, oh, well, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk off pod. We'll talk off pod. But um. I did, like I said, with Calvin uh, over the weekend, uh, doing some birthday sh- shenanigans, which will continue. Uh, other than that, um, it was pretty chill. And yeah, it was uh, a guy. Oh, I got a chance to um, actually the night after or the day after, rather, I did get a chance to go back to Charlotte and I did link up with my boy, Reggie. Uh, and we had brunch slash uh, lunch, which um. Calvin, I know we got to get back on the double date and tip in the first place and, and triple date, whatever, however many dates. But there's a brunch place in Charlotte called the Cronkleton. Um, man, yeah, it's a weird name, but man, is it such it's like a that? dope? It's in a dope area, and the vibes are just like, yo, it, it is, it is top tier brunch vibes, like one thousand percent. So definitely a Sunday for sure, man. Definitely got in the price. In the, it's called the Cronkleton uh, or the the. Yeah, the the Crunkleton Charlotte. They may actually have um, they may actually have one in the Raleigh Durham area. Uh, Sierra, you may want to look into that. But yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, it looks. I'm telling you, man. I it, 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 yeah, super dope place. We'll have to check it out. Um, real quick, uh, there wasn't much new music that came out last week. Anything new added to the rotation though for you guys? I've still been on a chill vibe. Like I haven't yeah. been really, you know, listening to yeah. a bunch of turn up stuff. Like especially in my in my apartment. So like I have I created like a playlist, like a vibes playlist where it's like some just like R and B jazz instrumentals, some really slow chill sounds, like music, like Snow Allegra, yeah. and just a bunch of vibes. So that's really what I've been on because work has been crazy. So I just be coming home and just unwinding and just. Speaking of unwinding, I got wine in my fridge. I, I just thought about that because I remembered you drinking. But yeah, but yeah, I've just been on a chill vibe. Nothing really too new. Nice. I listen to the same music almost every day. Uh, famous. Was there anything new added to your rotation um, this week? Definitely. I just came across a song called "Nobody But You" by Georgia Smith and Sonder. Mm. Oh yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw somebody yeah, post that song. But listen, I that song is different. <laughs> I'm about to drop it in the chat for y'all, but yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's another on that vibe. Since everybody is talking about it, um, there is a record by Lucky Day. He he's on the remix to a song with uh, I think her, I think it's pronounced Aria, uh, Arena, Aaron, something like that. But I'm gonna send it to you guys because I think it's definitely in the pocket that you guys are talking about. Um. And it is the yeah, it's the Good and Plenty remix with Masego. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll send that to you guys. Uh, yeah, again, nothing really new added to the playlist for me. I will say what I've noticed over the past week is that I have really been digging deep into my 2015 2016 rapper bag because if you go back to that era, bro, these niggas that we claim are at the top, like we talked about the other weekend with Cole, Kendrick, and Drake, Big Sean, uh, that tier. In 2015, 2016, were elite levels. And not saying that they have fallen off or anything. It's just that it just has taken me back to that phase in that time. And they just be talking their shit. And I just like, right now, I'm in a shit talking music phase right now. 
So if somebody's on wax talking that shit, that's what I like right now. Um, so yeah, shout out to that. Uh, we have gotten that out of the way. Uh, let's go ahead and gas up and Sierra Danielle, who do you want to gas up? So I'm going to gas up a black owned business. Um, Madam J Beauty, my girl Jessica, she does black owned, it's a black owned skincare company and she makes all of her um, skincare. Um, I've been using it personally for almost a year now and I love it. Um, yeah. And she just launched a few months ago, she just launched um, a skincare line for guys. And so yeah. guys, if you want to try out some new skincare, just follow her on Instagram at Madam J Beauty. And if you want to use my discount code to get some money off, it's Sierra 10. I'm telling you, it will bless you. Like she has, oh, yeah. it's not, it's everything in there is natural and it's good for you. So you don't have to worry about any harsh chemicals or anything like that. And she has accessories to go with it, like headbands for the girls when, you know, when we wash our face, so our hair won't get in the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. She has different, she even has perfumes and she sells makeup and jewelry so just shop with her support black businesses yeah shout out to madam j beauty i will definitely check your products out man that skincare routine fellas like sierra said that skincare routine is crucial for you know if you out here trying to get these ladies or even if you do have a lady out here making sure your shit is straight because it's important either way you got to get it together yeah either way either way you got to get it together uh famous bro who you guys up there um, I wanted to um, gas up one of my friends, Devereaux. She's uh, hosting a uh, virtual music festival this weekend. Oh, shit. That is dope. It's, Clap it up for Devereaux. Yeah, it's called a Kobe, a Kobe Fest. So um, yeah. I'll send you guys a link so y'all can check it out. But definitely check it out. Um, she actually positioned to me that maybe that might be a route I can take if COVID ever hits like Cope Fest again. So um, yeah, I'm going to check it out this weekend. And then... Uh, but it's all yeah. virtual. You'll be able to hit a link, kind of join the, the festival. It's free. And you'll be nice. able to kind of talk to business owners and artists will be performing all types of stuff. That is super fire, man. That is super fire. Shout out to Devereaux, man. Really good person. Really good soul in Devereaux. Uh, the person I want to shout out is you guys all know who my team is. I don't even have to say it. But uh, a good friend of mine, a great wide receiver of ours. At a hall, uh, I will say uh a hall of famer but uh shout out to julian edelman man who retired this week after a uh 12 seasons 12 seasons he's not a hall of famer to me. <laughs> uh he did announce his retirement now for those that don't follow the sport as much like someone like sierra uh i will say that i do think there is a little bit of a jig there because <laughs> bro the 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 reason for his retirement is because he failed a physical and we released him. Uh, but bruh's, bruh's not failing physicals out here, bruh. <laughs> bruh's not failing physicals out here. So I think it's just a move to get down to Tampa. That's all. I think it's just a move to get down to Tampa. But and, and, and get with Brady and the boys and go for that. <laughs> and go for that eighth. <laughs> go for that eighth ring, man. But hey, listen. Uh, Julian, I love what you've done with the Patriots, bro. You've had, you've contributed to some of my favorite moments ever in football. Like your catch in the Super Bowl against uh, Atlanta was by far one of my favorite. Like I'd rank it probably in my top three sports moments of all time, to be real with you. Like it was, Julian Edelman is my guy. So salute to you and um, <laughs> good luck down in Tampa. I'll say that. Good luck down at Tampa. All right, man. We've gassed up the whip. It's ready to rock and roll. We are vibing and riding. Uh, Sierra Danielle, ladies first. Cal, you ready? You yeah. got home fast as hell. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't far. The target was right up my. Oh, you got the, the earring in today. Yeah, the dangle. You know. <laughs> Stop him! Oh my god. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh. Ladies first. Ladies yeah. First. Yeah. It was still off. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It sounds good on my end. It doesn't yeah. on mine. <laughs> um, what is up, everybody? It's your girl Sierra Danielle. And today, um, I have been seeing some 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 just some just just some, I don't even know the word for it, but I've been it has been brought to my attention of a particular artist that we all know and love has been participating in tomfoolery, okay? Usher, everybody, Usher Raymond, the Usher Raymond. This is my confession, Usher Raymond, let it burn, loving his club. 
this man was in a strip club and was throwing fake money to the strippers. Not just not just any fake money. This nigga had the audacity and the gumption and the just the girth to just go and have his own money printed with his face on it that has no cash value, no nothing, and printed was throwing it at strippers. And the strippers were very upset to find out that he did that, of course. Um, and I, first, I just want to talk about what are your thoughts, and then I'll just quote some of the strippers who got the money. Well, so knowing, no, know, I because I know the real of that situation, and we'll get to that later. But I'll we'll we'll play I'll play with it for right now. Uh, I don't see nothing wrong with the usher bucks. I don't see nothing wrong. With, I don't see nothing wrong with the usher bucks. Bro was in the club. Bro was in the club feeling himself. His song probably came on. He was like, "Look, man," and he had it on him. You know, he had. You know, he had it on him. He was ready to throw it. And look, man, that's so disrespectful. Bro, you in the club doing your thing as a dancer? Like, I mean, this. Hey, look, you got you got what you signed up for. You got you got what you signed up for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. As a man I, that you know you have the money, you choose to throw fake money in the club. If Push to Start came out with some dollar dollar bills, y'all, guess what's you going on? <laughs> yeah, the the PTSP bucks gonna go crazy. They gonna go crazy. But have you seen pictures of the money? Oh yeah, yeah, it's fire. It's fire. Have you seen it, yeah. Cal? Yeah, I seen them. Yeah, like, yeah. It the... legit real until you freaking take a good look at it and you see his face. <laughs> yeah, y'all seen y'all seen the scene in Rush Hour Two where Chris Tucker lit the uh, lit the money on fire. I was like, ooh, <laughs> he was like, ooh, they got you. <laughs> they they got you, boy. Burn red. <laughs> yeah, I but feel like I think it's very disrespectful. I don't I don't know if it's disrespectful. I just feel like that shit is like something out of a movie. Like what the fuck was <laughs> Usher thinking? Like why would, I mean granted, I would love to have my own money printed too, but his money has no value. Right? Like unless they can value the money that you know, the fake money yeah. like do your Ush bucks get you like a fucking date with Usher or some shit? Like I don't know. Yeah. I saw the tweet on Twitter and I was looking through the replies and the comments and stuff like that. And did not know that Usher has a history of being a kleptomaniac. Now, do you guys know what a kleptomaniac is? Yeah, somebody who just steals. Nick, did you know that? Somebody that just does what? So a kleptomaniac is a person who cannot resist the urge to steal. Oh, oh. Usher be out here stealing for her? I ain't never heard of Usher stealing story. Okay, so let me read some of the screenshots. That I saw because I was like, whoa. So um, wait, wait, before wait, before you go on this kleptomaniac, are we gonna address the Usher Bucks again? Cause I do have something to are, say about it. We are okay, we are. okay, okay. So this guy, and I'm gonna add him at I think it's Brian Jimenez, but it's B-R-D-N underscore him. Oh, well, I don't I don't know. Brian Jimenez. He said, When I used to work retail, Usher walked in and tried on a two thousand dollar jacket. He chopped it up oh, for a yeah. bit while still having it on, and then just then this dude daps me up and just walks out with the jacket. Yo, I see that it was dying when I see that, bro. Because Usher, because he, he just, Usher has the audacity, bro. First off, first off, first off, if you're Usher, bro, and you walk into the Dior, the Versace, the whatever store, and you you know cats hype to see you and whoopty womp doop and. You know, he's like, oh, man, this jacket look nice. And all you is, you just enamored to see Usher. And the next thing you know, bruh's out the door. And you like, <laughs> you like, hello. You cannot tell me that the boss would do something to you in the event of Usher. Now, if you just let me or Famous or you walk up into the deal store and walk out, then we got a problem. But Usher, okay. come on. Another girl, um, she responded and was like, Usher was banned from my store for the same shit. <laughs> So then she said, I feel like I need to clarify. This isn't my current employer. This was 10 years ago in Soho when I worked at Atrium. He was banned and so was his ex-wife. He would just steal and she would just try to return shit that he clearly wore covered in makeup. And then another person person responded and said, my roommate was a flight attendant and Usher finessed him for a first class. (laughs) He was just talking to him. (laughs) He was just talking to him and taking 
laughing at you up. gave him that first class <laughs> thank you thank you first class cabin my roommate got revenge though because Archer left the gold chain behind well i mean clearly that's uh on you sir like calvin said uh you gave him that first class seat my friend like what are we talking uh, about <laughs> what are we talking about what are we talking about i come in first off but first off i buy like, wait, wait, wait go ahead go ahead go ahead but do you feel like I just, you have the money to afford these things 10 times over. Like, don't you, do you guys see a problem with him as a celebrity? Like, just doing these things? and Because this is technically stealing. <laughs> they just, they still regular niggas. They still the same niggas. But can but, but afford it. it. Y'all can afford it. But if you give the person, all I'm saying is this. If you doing your job professionally in a retail position, Right. I'm not saying that this would happen, but let, I'll just use Calvin's job, for example. We all know where Calvin works at. Very strict, tight-knit place and company and highly valued. If J. Cole walked into that store tomorrow in Greensboro or in the Charlotte, wherever, and he was like, hey, man, look, man, this not boom, 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 boom. Now, Cole may not be the individual to try to get over, but if he did... Cats will be trying to look out for Cole, bro. I'm telling you, Cats will try to look out for Cole. It's the same thing with Usher. If you're just doing your job, regular, schmegular, degular, and it's not causing nobody no harm, and Usher like, yo, bro, like, what's up, man? I, I belong. If, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in first class, bro. What's good? What are you going to really say? What are, we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Yes, you're going to give up. Because, Sierra, I know it's some people that you love that if they walked into your place of business, you would, you know what I'm saying? You would, you would let some shit slide. You would, you would let some shit slide. You ain't gonna lose your job over it. It don't matter. Well, your current place of business is a little different, but yeah, but I'll say it like this. If Kanye slide to my building, I'm definitely letting some shit slide. I know he got hella money. Right. Cause in front and you, and you also got to be thinking about those individuals who didn't leverage that play. Oh, I let him walk out with the 2K jacket. Oh, I gave him his first class seat. Well, I got to use that for leverage. Like, hey, bro, you know you weren't supposed to have this first class seat. So uh, what's up with these first class tickets to your show or your or backstage okay. passes? Right. You know what I'm saying? You get because, look, that free funk. I mean, that free. I ain't going to say it's free, but Calvin's job, that whatever. You know what I'm saying? That finesse. Kanye going. Hey, look, I'm going to try to look. Kanye better look out for your boy. Kanye better Kanye look out better, for you. Kanye better have me a job waiting on the outside. <laughs> right. But what? But I, okay, so what were you about to say next? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. But like, I just like Usher really like stealing. I do want to say this though about the Ush Bucks though. I wanted to make this point. That's just low because you go into a strip club and you know these women are probably this is their source of income and you throw in fake money when you got money in the bank. Why Usher. they let him in with the fake bucks? How do they? How do you? They don't check your pockets. Because, even your club, no, 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 no. When you're when you're at those places establishments, you got to be ready to rock and roll. You can't just go in there with that. So, the uh, uh, the the manager of the club he was at did come out with a statement, and he did say that Usher did throw real money in the club. The Ush Bucks were thrown as well, and some strippers just collected it, but it was a part of promotion for his new Vegas residency that he has in Vegas because he's got a new residency, and so he's promoting the show. <laughs> he's promoting he's he's promoting the show with the Ush Bucks, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, That's all that is. Show? Like a TV show? No, like you don't you don't, like a residency, you know, like when like a residency is when you're at a particular location and it's your you, like you have a show like a concert like every night like it's not like you know like when people go on tour where they're at this state they're at this state they're at this state when you have a vegas residency like j-lo had a residency and frank sinatra back in the day had a residency like it's like when you're at like me and calvin will be in vegas in a few months and like any day that week we could say hey let's go see usher tonight that type of thing so he was promoting that because it's a big deal to have one of those, uh, especially in Vegas. So I just wanted to, because I know, I know they're trying to slander my man Usher Raymond, U to the S to the H to the E to the R. But come on, man, we can't slander my man's that they confessions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't slander my man that's gonna lose the Justin Timberlake in a versus. 
We can't slander that, man. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, y'all heard what I said. Yeah, y'all heard what I said. Justin Timberlake in a verse. I did not stutter. I did not stutter. Are Justin, you taking into account JT's like joint song? No, no, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about NSYNC. Throw NSYNC. We can. We we don't even have to use NSYNC, and I'll throw the numbers at you, and I'll throw the songs. But we ain't we ain't I, here I, for that. Yeah, we ain't here for that. Think, I don't think we, I don't I don't, I, we, I don't think it's just gonna not, be a, a sweep like that, bro. It won't it's be not. a sweep. It won't be a sweep, Justin, but it'll get like had 20 songs that are better than 20 of oh, Usher songs. First, Sierra, first off, JT got 20 songs in his sleep for real for that that and I'm talking, and again, this is the thing we've talked about this about verses in the past. We're not talking. We're not talking about just good songs. We're not talking about deep cuts. That's all. We talking about you rock a stadium with this song. You talk about you 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 cut this and song think, on, and you think Usher has less hits than JT. It will come down to preference, but when you think about them head to head, end of the day, I got Justin with the edge. I'm not saying it'll be a sweep. I'm not saying it'll be a demo, but it will. But I think it will get surprising for a lot of people towards the end because I don't think it's as close as people want to project it to be. But just you know, hey, if it, if the versus happens, I'll be front row and center for that one. I'll be front row and center for that one. Shout out to Usher though, man. Shout out to the Usher Bucks. We need to make our own push to start Bucks. That's that's the next play. So we could throw those in the club. You know what I'm saying? But I'm with anyway. Shout out to Usher Raymond. Uh, hey man, listen, we would just we would love some new music from you, man. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Uh, shout out to Sierra Danielle. Hashtag Ladies First. We do that every single week on the Push Star Podcast. Uh, next up, we've got Sir Famous, bro. What's good? What's good? What's good with y'all? Um, glad to see y'all's faces. Glad to be here again. Um, this week I have a. It's kind of a funny topic, but I wanted to. Um, it kind of goes into the conversation we had about relationships and social media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was on, so you know, I have been a huge fan of TikTok here recently. Mm-hmm. TikTok, I don't know if y'all have been on TikTok like that, but it has a lot of random ass couples on TikTok. Like, uh, there's a lot of couples that do TikTok together, right? Mm-hmm. And what I've been seeing is like sometimes they'll do these like skits or like little you know pranks on each other but all in all it's low-key mad fucking corn it's like it's like very staged it's like you know it's not realistic whatever my issue with it is this these like couple uh these couples like uh tiktoks are going viral and then i'm going through the comments and like literally people are believing like yo why would you ever treat somebody like this? Or why would you ever do this? Da, 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 da. And so what I wanted to talk about was one, would you ever start a couple's TikTok? Two, do you think that um, by doing social media together is a smart move if it's making you money, um, regardless as to how, you know, however much money you make, do you think it would be smart to do social media with your, like with your couple? And three, how important is it to make money with your significant other? Okay, so I'm a, I'll let the lady. I'll, I'll let you go first, Sierra. I'll let you go. For me, I couldn't do a couple TikTok. You know what? That's you know. Before you continue, Sierra, out of everybody on the podcast, I would say that you would be the person to do a TikTok with your with your person, bro. I can't. I, I wouldn't do that because I love the privacy that I have with my relationship. Because I know it can be a lot of pressure being so prevalent on social media, the pressure to put out content, the pressure to put out the right content, the right amount of engagement. And I feel like it's a lot of pressure on couples because one, you have to be open about your relationship. I value my relationship privacy. Like, of course, I show my boyfriend here and there and all that stuff, but I feel like there's a lot of pressure for these YouTube couples nothing is private anymore. Like you think these, these couples, Diera, Ken and Diera, like as soon as he, they, the, like the, everybody found out he cheated, it was all over the Instagram. It was all over the internet. You know what I mean? Wait, who was that? Who was that you talking about? Ken and Diera, they're like this favorite oh. couple. And like, I don't know, like it's just, there's no privacy and you have to, it's like a snowball effect. Once you start and people get, they like tune into your lifestyle, they're going to expect more content. 
And so you have to create that content and show them your life because that's what it is. It's just a lot of pressure, especially if y'all just boyfriend and girlfriend. Like that's that's just too much pressure. Um, I forgot your other questions, Cal. Getting money with them. Is it important? Um, I feel like it's it just depends on the person. Like ideally, yes, because you want to build a legacy for your family and you want to have something that you can, you know, everybody wants to be your partner, but mixing business with pleasure sometimes a lot of people don't know how to handle that. And a lot of people don't know how to maintain balance. So if you have a healthy, if you feel like you and your significant other can have a healthy balance and have a business together or make money together and still not let that spill over into the relationship, then by all means do that. But a lot of people don't have that. They don't, they don't know how to do that. So it's just a recipe for disaster at that point. Yeah. Cause I feel like you got to have a really good balance of, you know, personal and work-life balance. And so if you are trying to make money with your significant other, not saying it's not a good thing, but it could turn into a bad thing really quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To For the latter part of that, about the money-making part. Yeah. I, I don't see where that would become beneficial or it, it just doesn't entice me enough to say, Oh yeah, babe, let's go get this bag together. Um, because I, I know they tell us not to do this, but when I look at couples that seem to have a lot of wealth, right? Uh, a lot of black prominent couples, we'll go at the highest with Beyonce and Jay-Z. They may have a business dealing together. I mean, obviously they've got songs together, so that's kind of business, but I'm pretty sure that the both of them, when that at the time of those recordings, did it off the strength. Beyonce is not charging Jay. Jay's not charging Ho. It's just off the strength. And what happens, happens. Um, but at the same time, I just don't see where, because my business, I just don't see my business interest aligning with whatever my girl will want to do. I'm not saying that I would not be there to support her in that, but I just don't think that my business interest would align. Now, I do have a goal later, later, later on in life to open up a school and my girl has background in teaching. So I would obviously use her as a guide of reference and, you know, all those things. But uh, I I just don't see it why I would want to do that. Now, to the first part of it, the social media thing, that's a definite no. (laughs) I mean, call me old school. Call me what you want, man. Um, I love I like posting my girl on my story and it, you know, I love taking pictures with my girl and posting them up. But I mean, as far as us documenting what we're doing on a day to day basis and cooking and cleaning and the I record videos like that for me to watch. Like, you know, like you might record it, yeah. like you might be record, like be out in public. Yeah. Like- be yeah. talking like, like me and my a, boyfriend recorded a video of us trying to chicken sandwich Popeyes for the first time yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't I didn't like really oh here, here we are trying now, to Popeyes sandwich. now I will say in two occasions because Calvin I think you Calvin has gone viral with some things that he has done with his woman yeah so Calvin so but I will say my girl obviously didn't go viral with this but she got a little bit of attention but she posted a video there was this challenge going on where if you smack your dude at the back of the head with a purse when they was in the car. Y'all remember that back in the, yeah. With the yeah, they were reading. Yeah. So my girl had posted one of us doing that. You know, she got, you know, a little bit, but it wasn't none. It wasn't nothing like Cal. So I mean, Calvin, I feel like we should be asking you the question because you've had I success in it. I want to do it. I want to do it. You want to do, do it. Oh, okay. So like, but tell the oh my God. Tell the people why. Tell the people why. So <laughs> I think that me and my girl have very two different personalities, right? Right. But I low-key feel like I could bring some very like fun shit to um to TikTok if we did like a, a joint little like relationship joint joint. Now I don't think now I'm not saying I would prioritize this by any means, but right. like but you would be key, open to the idea of doing this. Yeah, I low-key feel like that shit would be low-key funny as fuck. Like I know y'all would be like Y'all would probably laugh at some shit of me pranking E tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like some hidden camera, like, yo, like, you know, doing a, a TikTok joint. Now, the, co- now the question that, funny. now that's the, the question that becomes because it, you could want to do this, but would your partner be open to doing that? And the Heck same no. question, and the same question goes to you, Sierra. 
No, my boyfriend wouldn't. He wouldn't mind us recording videos of ourselves, like, you know, ourselves, like the day-to-day lives for ourselves. Like I can record him doing something stupid or we can record stuff, but yeah, he's not, he doesn't care about social media. Like the last time he posted something was the picture I took of him last year. So he doesn't really like, like, he's just, he doesn't care about social media. So I know he wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let's, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, the thing is for me, I I would have to sell. I would have to sell the bit. I'm talking because I don't think there will be a complete shutdown on my half. But I think I would have to I would have to come with a billion dollar dream. <laughs> like it would it would have to be it would have to be like we do this and we get a show on entertainment tonight type joint. You know, like that's that that's ultimately what I think I would have to pitch. But because I'm not saying she would be completely opposed to it. But um and I'm, I, I will say this. I'm not like, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm off of the joint. I just, like Sierra said, there's a lot of transparency that you do have to put into that. And, and people you, be going too far. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing for me. Like, I, I would make sure I don't go too far. But I feel like some of the TikTokers that I'm seeing that are relationship-wise are, like, too fake. Like, we, like, it's like, you know, everything is, like, staged. But what if it's not? But that's what I'm saying. That's your, that's actually perception, though. I know. I'm just, I mean, but what if, but bro, but bro, but bro, but bro, how many corny people do you know that are in relationships with each other? Like, two corny people. Like, you could, you could pick, you, you could probably, one or two people that you know are both corny that are in relationships. I know some YouTube couples that are both corny. That's what I'm saying. They they so so what you see on camera and what they present may be the corniness that they exude in their regular day to day lives, or the fact that they recorded this seven times to get it right, or that, or that. But so how many? So one take, one take. C C and I, I C C and I. Uh, that's what we can call C and I uh, TikTok channel. Yeah, one take. Mm-hmm. Raw, mm-hmm. raw thoughts, raw emotion. Boom, post. Might put a little I, edit in there. So you do this, you post it, it becomes a hit. Uh, what's the next step? What are we talking about? Just keep doing. Keep doing. <laughs> Just keep doing shit. <laughs> All right. All I right, doubt my girl would do it though. But if if she ever did want to do it, I'd be down. Yeah. I would just be shocked if my girl came to me like that, which I just I know she wouldn't. But if she did, I would also I wouldn't mind it. I would have some reservations because I would just I think I, too, would just want to know what the goal is out of it. I think that would be me. It's like, what what are we doing with it? You can you um, can get endorsements. You can make hella money off of TikTok. Yeah, they be getting like, you know, the free shit. They be sending you stuff just for ads and 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 all that, man. So. Yeah, shout out to um, shout out to the TikTok couples and and all that. You know what's so funny? I just had a conversation with my girl the other day about who has more pictures of who on their social media, and she beat me by one. She beat me by one. Yeah, so that's a good question. I don't the type of boyfriend. He doesn't post pictures like that. Like he, like I said, he has one picture that he posts. Like the last picture he posted like last year. Yeah, he'll post me on his story. But I post, right. I, I might, I think I have like two posts on my page, but this dude has hella pictures of me in his phone. <laughs> like I, stuff that I've never even knew he was taking pictures of me while I was doing or like video, little videos. Like he yeah. has hella shit in his phone. He just don't post it. He just keeps it for himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to that. Shout out to, listen, man. Shout out to all the couples uh, that's doing your thing, man. Through the good times, through the bad times, through all the everything, man. Just shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all posting it and um, all that, man. And shout out to Famous for giving us Road Rage. We do that every single week. And last but not week, uh, last but not least, excuse me. I don't know what I'm talking about. The liquor talking, Uh, alcohol talking. uh, Last but not least, uh, it is your boy too, man. Hashtag talk about it. It is so crazy because as you guys know, we, I mean, sometimes we do come on this Zoom a little hot and we haven't talked in face to face. So, you know, we don't see each other and we don't record that much quick. And we talked about our topics ahead of time. And Sierra asked me, do I have this shirt on because of my topic? 
and I put this on everything I love. It was pure coincidental. I promise you. Um, but the topic that I want to talk about this week on talk about it is change, man. So I had a very interesting conversation with someone over the weekend, uh, over the week rather, about change and how uh people perceive you have changed or whether you believe yourself to have changed uh, over the years from a positive or negative perspective. And so um, I'll ask this, I guess, in a very broad question, and then we'll get a little bit more specific. But I think this is a very easy question for the both of you. Do you guys think that, let's say, over the course of I'll just give it, we'll say five years. We'll just say five years. Do you guys think you guys have changed over the course of five years? If I met myself five years ago, we wouldn't recognize each other. Same thing for you, Kyle, I would assume. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, yeah, it would be completely different. It, you like you sound talk, there, the there, 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 there is there sounds like hesitation from Calvin and I want to know kind of what the hesitation is because okay maybe maybe not completely different but like there would be a lot of stuff that I feel like would be very similar yeah. with me specifically from a five year period because that would be twenty six uh, sixteen at twenty sixteen right oh yeah. yeah. Ooh, 20 was that the that was the uh 2016 the was a, was a good year. Was that the yeah. cruise too? Yeah, that was the cruise, bro. That was the cruise. That bro, was that, the cruise, you know, bro. The, the cruise was 5 years ago? The cruise was 5 years ago, my G. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and yeah, and I was I was a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, and so and I would agree I was a completely different person 5 years ago. I think I, I like I said, I think that was the easy alley you. Now, if someone were to come to you that has uh that has seen the evolution so somebody that's been there past five years that's been there from a one day one do you think that they would say that you've changed for the better or for the worse for the better definitely for the better for for the better better. yeah five years ago i was a completely different person like mentally emotionally like i can say looking back now i can honestly say that i was not as mentally and emotionally stable as I perceived myself to be, and as I yeah. as I claimed to be back then, yeah, I had never went to therapy. I wasn't even aware of a lot of stuff that was going on with me that I was battling with. And so, over the course of five years, I've gone to therapy. I've really been working on myself, and so, like, it's some of the stuff. Five years, ago, I was like, it's cringy, like, oh, like, mm. but. Yeah. Yeah, I, my friends would definitely say the same thing. I'm a completely yeah. different person. And and Calvin, I would assume so for you too, you would change for the better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if someone were to come to you and say that you changed for the worst, or not for the worst, but you didn't change for the better, there's change in you that is... Ne- that, that somebody came didn't... to me and said that? Somebody says that, you know, you aren't the same individual and you and that's had a negative effect on you what how how would you then take that information like realistically like if somebody told me that now yeah like if somebody said you changed like i would feel like if somebody said i changed for the worst i feel like when people say that to you depending on who it's coming from you have to take it with a grain of salt if it's not coming from somebody from my inner circle, I'm going to believe that. No, it, it's coming to it's coming to you from Tyler. So this is a hypothetical. A hundred percent. Well, okay. yes, yes, it is. A, um, it is a hypothetical. If, if it came from Tyler, I would literally I would really hear her out and ask her, why does she feel that way? Because right. Tyler's known me. I've known Tyler, my circle. I've known them since 2014. Me yeah, and Tyler. Which is. Right? Which is that? Which is what? Uh, at this seven point, years. not seven years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say before you go, Sierra, the the person um uh, for you famous um that you that goes back, you've got guys, girls in your circle that date back ten plus years, right? Yeah. Would any of those individuals say that they have seen change in you that they 
disagree with or, or uh, you said you ha- they haven't the, or they wouldn't say that. But if they were to come, no, to no, you no, they, say, would, they, would, they would say they would they, they would either they would agree and disagree with changes that I've made over the last five years. Shit, over the last 10 years. Shit, what about even within the last year? Would you guys say you guys have changed over the last year, year and a half? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, changes always happen. Okay, so yeah. I just I'm, I'm, if you're actively working on it, it's inevitable. I'm get I'm all I'm doing right now is gaining perspective. Um, and so for you guys, uh, uh, Calvin, for you specifically, the people that have known you the ten plus years, uh, why would be some of the reasons they would you think that they would come to you? as to why they think you've changed in a negative aspect? Perspective. Um, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I don't think everybody would come to me like, oh, you changed in a bad way or whatever. But right. I think there there are different changes that I've made in my life, but also um, over the time period that may, like some decisions may have not benefited some of the people involved, right? Um. And and that could be vice versa. But I think I think all of my people that I've known for years like that, for 10 plus years, would say there's definitely some great things that you've changed about yourself that were all positives. And then there's some stuff that you changed that was negative. I think I think any of your good friends would let you know something like that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so um with that, I agree with uh with Sierra when she says she would have a conversation with her friend like, yo, okay, what, what are the things negatively that have affected or that, that you see in the last five years that I have changed or changed about me? Uh, so I can get some perspective of, okay, what, what could have been different or let me provide perspective behind why it seems that way. What if it's something you don't deem to have been uh, something that you, they see it as negative and you don't. Is that then on you then? Um, if they if if they say, if, hey, man, I, I, it, I think it can. I think it can. Like, for instance, OK, I'll give you a real rough situation. My best friend, um, there was a point in time where we weren't communicating like we should have been. Right. Like it. When, and that's the when, boat. I'm, and that's the boat I'm in right now. That's the that's okay. the boat I'm in now. Yes. Yeah. So like perspective wise, you know, um, there are people when you're in their vicinity like when you're in a very close proximity to that person, you'll speak to them more, more often. Just right. It's just due to the nature. Like when you work with somebody, when you live with somebody, you just talk to them way more than you normally would, right? Mm-hmm. What happened was years passed, you know, my best friend moved, I moved, or I kind of moved, kind of stayed in the same area. And the communication dwindled down, right? At that point in time, I was confronted about that. And it, and it seemed like I was changing as a person. Like, I don't like n- not to say that they were saying this, but it, it might have appeared like, oh, I don't care about this person because I'm not communicating the same way. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is nail on the head on everything. Yeah. That is exactly what I am dealing with right now. So, oh, so God, too, let me oh, let God. me tell you, let me tell you what I had to do. Right. I knew for me, I was like, that's not the case. I knew I knew that for myself. But what I also had to knew what to had to learn about myself, and this is where some of the negative change came, was I didn't make a good enough effort to communicate the way that I was when we were in close proximity. So I had to work on myself to not only better our relationship, but to be, just better myself in general. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone, if somebody, if one person, if one of my best friends felt this way because we hadn't been talking like this, how do I know other people that I'm very much as close to don't feel the same way? That's so exactly how, more- that's it, bro, that, bro, like, Calvin, you are literally saying exactly how I feel right now, dog, real talk, like, dead ass. I think, I think this is the, I think your answer, cha- your answer to, to the whole change thing is you have to be intentional about the things that when, when someone says you've changed, mm-hmm. ask for perspective, Mm-hmm. Give your perspective and then be intentional about the change you want to make, because the, the yes. changes I started to make that were intentional, really, like if I wasn't doing it just to appease them, I wanted to also make sure that I kept my relationship healthy with that person. So oh, bro, even, get, even uh, if I don't text you every day, even if I don't call you every day, even if I don't see you every day, 
I'm going to make a conscious effort to make sure that I'm communicating with you way better than I was during the time where I wasn't. And at the end of the day, that is all if I'm on the other side of that. Right. And I know I'm speaking of someone who is receiving that information. If I'm on the other side of that, though, asking that of you for Nick, that's all I would ask. Right. And if, if Calvin came to me and said, listen, I know I haven't been a great communicator. I know uh, that, that, you know, for whatever circumstances that there are, there could be it could be a tragic shirt, whatever those circumstances are. I vow to do better in my communication. All I'm going to do is take Calvin for the work and not ask for more. I, I, I really and this is just my honest opinion. It may come across it in a way, but like I don't really care about the feeling of how that comes across more so than the action. I'm dead ass, bro. I'm dead ass because well, okay, I'm like, because okay, I'm, sure, like, me, cause I'm like, because I'm like, because if I tell you, because if I tell you that that's what I'm going to do to move forward, to help better the situation. It's not that I don't care. It's I didn't care that our communication was lacking. It's just that moving forward, I want to be more intentional. Yeah. But so the other thing, the other thing that I had to tell my best friend as well too, is that, Hey, the phone works both ways. And Mm -hmm. so I know that if I'm not doing my part and you're not doing your part, there's, there's blame on both sides. Right. The, the difference is if somebody's coming to you talking about communication and they're not trying to communicate with you, they're just expecting for you to just do all the communication. They need to they need to be aware of that. Well, they know they, that. OK, they, they, they will say that there was communication on their part and that I did not. I was not responding. I was not responsive of that. <laughs> So, so, and Calvin uh, laughing because he know me. Calvin laughing because he know me. I know, but look, right. In, in my opinion, too, I feel like that's a little hard to believe because I feel like even when I text you, you'll usually text back. Like you'll you'll hit me back even if it take a little while. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I, and, and Sierra, I want maybe a little bit of a woman's perspective on this in here while before we close because it is one of those situations where I do feel like. I know as a communicator, I can do better. I've always prided myself on the idea that I'm a good communicator because I do my field is communication. I talk on the radio. I do a podcast, all those things. So I've had that to like lean on. But when it comes to like friendships and, you know, my conversations, it's not that I I I just have always, I don't know, maybe maybe taking the Basically, a friend of yours came to you and was like, I, your communication needs to be better. And I want to know why it hasn't been. And, 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 and you know, where, where, where do we stand? Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, so like, a lot of real. factors come into play, right? Yeah. As adults, we're grown as adults. Like, we're not right. in high school. We're not in college. Which is why I respect the conversation. Right. This is why I respect adults, the conversation. Right? So we all have lives. We all work. We all have other stuff that we do. So... Mm-hmm. You, for me, I would factor in the fact that if, if we're friends and we're cool like that, you should know that I'm busy. I'm not intentionally just not talking to you, right? As a friend, and, before you can wait, before you go see her, as a friend though, do you accept the bit? Can you accept the business? Can you yeah. accept the idea? Me because I, because bro, bro, like this is the thing. I understand bro. I'm busy. You know what I mean? And there, and Tyler can go weeks without talking to each other. Or yeah. the conversation is just surface level. Hey, just checking in. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. And then it's, or my friends, my friends and I, we have a group chat. We don't talk every day, but we mm-hmm. drop something in a group chat every now and again. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. all busy and we understand that. Like there's a sense of security in the friendship because we've been friends for so long. And, yeah. and but, so that's one thing to consider. Like I'm not, as your friend and as my friend, you should know that I'm not intentionally just going out of my way to be a bad communicator, right? Mm-hmm. Another thing is, it's just like, are you, are you giving me the same thing that you're requesting of me? Because if we're both not communicating with each other, mm-hmm. I don't think you have the right to try to come to me and criticize me on my communication. Because it's not like you're you're actively trying to communicate with me and I'm blowing you off or I'm leaving you on red or I don't respond to your text or I'm not there for you. Yeah. If we're both not communicating, we're both equally responsible. There's a part of me that so also too shouldn't be point the finger at Nick. It should be, hey, I noticed we don't we don't communicate. 
I would like to change that and communicate more. What can we do? We do. I'm I'm not going to cap to y'all either. I'm not going to act like in front that I have not changed. But, you know, for me to say that, I know that I'm, I know my changes for the positive. You see what I'm saying? Like everything that's happening in my life as it pertains to the changes that I've made, because again, Calvin can even attest to even five years ago, I was, I was, I'm moving much, like I was moving much differently. You know what I'm saying? Like every step that I've taken to get into a better position has gotten me to the point where I'm at now, where there, there are, you know, I'm blessed. I'll just say that, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm being a little bit defiant in the idea that I am okay with the idea that I did change. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't want to make, I don't want to make excuses for my lack of communication and I, my, you know, my uh, due diligence to do better at that, but I'm not going to front and act like I have not grown and I, and I feel like it's been better beneficial for me, just how my life is moving. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, great talk. <laughs> always, always great. <laughs> always great cloth talk. Uh, with with uh, We'll push the start, man. Hashtag talk about it. Let's clap it up for the team one time. Um, clap it up. Clap it up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animals of all kind, I really do appreciate you guys listening to us. You guys have been really uh, loyal to us over the last couple two weeks or so of us doing the re-release and everything so thank you guys for listening for sure for sure uh i want to go ahead and ask the question of what is everybody doing this weekend i'm getting a massage on saturday oh okay okay oh boy there is a there is a joke in there that i will leave alone but i'll tell you off the i will tell oh, you i already know what he's going to say <laughs> have yeah, you already... gotten a professional massage before hell yeah i've gotten i've got my i got two in my life two in my life and i'm 28 i just turned 28 and i've gotten two in my, my life. my boyfriend has never had a professional massage and i'm going to surprise him with one nice nice uh famous man i know what you're doing this weekend Pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing this week. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Outer Banks, man. Uh should be a good time. Should be a good time. Should uh should be some hopefully not too many deaths, but you know, we you know how that goes when I'm gonna you stay alive. I don't I don't think anybody's gonna be trying to have me drink like they cooperate. <laughs> so yeah. there, there's gonna be some other things that re- that that don't require drinking that might put you that might put you on a plane if you know what if you dig what I'm saying. But uh that's that's another that's another combo, man. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we love you. We can't wait to see you guys next week. And peace. Peace.